Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Welcome to TV Concierge, a daily podcast where the Ringer staffers help you navigate the crowded TV landscape. I'm Juliette Littman, and today I am joined by my colleague and compatriot in reality television, Miss Amelia Wedemeyer, and we are talking Too Hot to Handle, the latest frothy viral hit from Netflix. Amelia, why are you watching this show? Because it is what I need in my life right now. It is a combination of Bachelor in Paradise, which I do not think we're getting this year. Love Island. We've got some big brother aspects thrown in. It's a, it's like a bunch of hot people are thrown into a resort and they all have to compete for $100,000, but they have to do so while making connections. But the connections have to be like real and like about each other rather than just being hot. If that makes sense. <laughs> It sure does. And the one thing you haven't mentioned yet is there is no sex making out or masturbation allowed. Is that correct? That is 100% correct. I apologize. <laughs> so here we have Too Hot to Handle. It's very much in the same vein as The Circle and Love is Blind, where they take these people and throw them into like these kind of absurd situations that are very heightened versions of like the state of socializing in America. It just so happens that uh, not just in America, in the world, just so happens that Love is Blind and The Circle kind of anticipated this quarantine moment. But oh I would say, Love, I would say Too Hot to Handle is almost kind of similar as well. People having to control themselves and see what happens. I mean, it's kind of wild. Seriously, everyone everywhere is horny and this show just plays into that. So why not? Let's watch it. So it's a little bit like Big Brother meets Bachelor in Paradise meets sex meets like the ocean. Like, I don't mean sex a TV show. I just, <laughs> I just mean like a sexy vibe. Sure. And all these, all these people come into the house expecting, I don't really know what they're expecting, but it turns out that their goal of this show is for them to form. It's for like these very hot people who've never had right. any trouble hooking up to form deeper relationships. And they're supposed to like basically withhold and hold out for as long as possible. It exactly. kind of reminded me of love movie 40 days and 40 nights, but like the Netflix crack edition, essentially. I love so, that. So, first of all, do you like this show? I mean, I binged all eight episodes of it, so sure. Yeah, I I guess I did. Did you? Yeah, I did like it. I thought the first episode was bad. I was like, no, I don't want to watch this. Yeah, but then yeah, I, yeah. Then I got further into it, and I was like, oh, the, okay, actually, 
this show is kind of interesting. But I think like so many of the recent Netflix shows, the reason you watch it is like you just kind of cannot believe what you're seeing. Right. right. Like it's it's very much in the same vein as Love is Blind and yes. the circle and like sort of like what's becoming the hallmark of reality TV on Netflix. But like what shows did you think of the most as you were watching it? Because we were talking before and there's sort of like there's a lot of tropes in it that are very yeah. familiar. Um, I totally agree with you with Bachelor in Paradise and Big Brother. I was talking to Mose Bergman about this and he watched a couple episodes and he said it reminded him of Love Island. And I've never oh. seen Love Island, but I heard it's a great show. Yes, it is similar to Love Island. It basically took every popular like dating reality <laughs> yeah. show of the last five years and smushed it together. The other thing about it is it looks like very low end. Like it looks like a YouTube show to me. Yes, very low budget. They're just like, we are going to round up some people, fly them to the cheapest place in Mexico and let's go. Yeah, and let's go. And then it's a great mix of people from all over the English speaking yes. world. Yes, yes. I love that aspect. Who do you think? So from Australia, the UK and the US, which country right. had the best performance? Oh, my God. Well, well and Francesco's from Canada. Oh, right. I, She's part of the Commonwealth. Yeah, there you go. I really I don't. This is weird, but I really enjoyed Chloe. I thought she was really funny and she dipped her toes into several dudes. Yeah. So Chloe's from Essex in England. Essex. If, I, if I recall correctly, the, the only way is Essex. I've never seen that show, but you know, exactly. I've had to say Essex is now kind of famous in the reality TV landscape for being, I don't want to say trashy. That's a mean word. That's a mean phrase. It's not that it's trashy. It's just a very specific accent and like lifestyle. And yeah. it's sort of like big personality, small town. I would say that's sort <laughs> of the vibe of many of the people on the only way is Essex, which is what you were just referencing. And Chloe is very much like that. Is it like New Jersey? Kinda. Like, Kind of, yeah, but not not as like because like I know there's Geordie Shore, which is like Jersey Shore, but it's like the British version, which is yes, amazing. Exactly. But exactly. okay, so Essex is a little more refined, but there's still like big personality. Yeah, you sound like Bear from the Challenge right now, which oh Chloe also, <laughs> which Chloe also reminded me of. But Chloe was great because it's like at the crux of this show and why I think people are are so like blown away by it. And it's funny, like this, <laughs> this is now the third reality show of 2020 this has happened with on Netflix where you're just like, who are these people and what am I watching? When it comes to Love is Blind, what you're watching is objectively hot people have to evaluate like how they make relationships and connections because they've never been asked as far as they make it seem to hold back before, essentially. Right. And so someone like Chloe... She's got a huge personality and being forced to really think about like which guy to go with seems to like throw her into chaos, but she's very charming, right? Yes, that's uh, that is her to a T. She's always confused. She's not the smartest, but she's so delightful. And she used I love the British slang that they use. They're like, it's proper. It's like, I'm absolutely (laughs) gutted. It's like, he's so fit. I'm like, yes, more, more. Yes, she had the, a lot of the best quotes. Sharon is an American man who wow, seemed Sharon. like he was going He seemed like he was going to have the best quotes. I mean, in the first episode he compare he says his favorite thing is his penis and he compares <laughs> it to to the size. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like I have a what do you say like a Lysol can, a photo of a yes. Lys- Lysol exactly. can next to his dick for measurement. He, Yes, he holds a, a Lysol aerosol can next to his penis and says it's oh that my. size. This man is really proud of his penis, like really proud. <laughs> he, 
He also calls himself a sex icon at the beginning of episode three, just so everyone knows. Yeah, and the funny thing is, he doesn't have sex, but the most important character on the show is Lana and Amelia. Who (laughs) slash what is Lana? Lana is, she's essentially the circle. She is the all-knowing, all-speaking little AI Siri Alexa Amazon robot. She's cone-shaped, and she's also like purple slash blue when she talks. So she, she, Lana, it's weird calling this like home listening device a she or whatever, but it's basically like, to me, it was an Amazon Alexa crossed (laughs) with a lava lamp, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with the the role of being Chris Harrison. Yes, exactly. And so Lana is like this, basically like a Google Home, Amazon Alexa, that kind of thing that talks to the contestants and tells them about the rules. Like each episode, like a new rule comes out where they're like, okay, today right. when you're wearing this watch that changes into a certain color, you're allowed to touch or you're allowed to make out and you won't be penalized because as you alluded to earlier, every time these people break the rule of no hooking up and also no quote self-gratification, they all lose money from the pot. So like two women, we won't say who made out. And so then just to piss off people. Yeah. Yes. Just to piss off people. And the group lost (laughs) $3,000. They wouldn't cop to it. And so then like one night Sharon and Rhonda, they get to go to essentially the smush room and <laughs> and it's sort of like a test. Like, will they have sex? They're allowed to be right. alone together, but they can't have sex. And so Lana is sort of like this all-knowing force that hopefully isn't actually like spying on them. You know, I don't know. It cameras. Seems, seems kind of like it because there were two people who ended up having oral sex. I don't... I. I think like the fourth or fifth episode or something. And she doesn't mention because they come around in a circle every day and she's like, you just lost three grand for making out, blah, blah, blah. And she doesn't mention it at all until the very end. And then she's like, oh, and so-and-so went down on so-and-so. And you're like, oh, shit, she knows. <laughs> I, Lana is a, a brilliant invention. So one of the reasons I think that the show is the way it is and the circle is similar. So there's also a narrator who I, I think is Nicole Byers, who also does the circle in the U.S., right? Okay, yes, that sounded like her. I was like, this sounds very familiar. Yeah, and so they have Lana, which is like, they just put a camera on this Google Home lava lamp and you hear a voice. And then I'm pretty sure that the narrators did all of her work in one day. It's really easily translatable to other countries, right? Like you just change the track that exactly. of Lana and of the narrator. And you're like, and then you put subtitles on for the rest. And you're like, you're good <laughs> yeah. to go in France. You're good to go in Brazil. You're good to exactly. go in Japan. Like you're exactly. all set. <laughs> exactly. So it's, it very much feels like the Netflix reality factory. But my biggest surprise with the show was I came to like all these people. I was like, this is too trashy for me. But then I came to like all of them. There are definitely more of them that I liked than who I usually enjoy. Like I pretty much liked all of the girls. And I liked a lot of the guys too. I was like, these people are nice. They all seemed like nice people who actually did want to be challenged. Yes. me to wonder if they knew beforehand that's what was, what was going to happen. But (laughs) they they all, they like kept congratulating themselves for like making these deeper corrections, connections. Sharon in in particular was like so proud of himself for seeing value in someone beyond just sex. And it was, it was really weird. But I liked it. And, you know, in this moment where we aren't going to get New Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise for a long time, Ugh. it certainly certainly scratches the itch, don't you think? 
oh, I'm 100%. I'm already like, are we going to get a second season or what? what's going on? I think so. It's just trending. What level of pressure do you feel to watch these Netflix reality shows right when they come out now? Because they, um, they just become these hits like right away. Honestly, I do feel pressure to watch them. I feel pressure because one, I might get to talk about them on a podcast. So I feel like, okay, got to do that. But then also it's like, (laughs) I don't want to be left out of the loop, especially when I need the internet more than ever during this quarantine because we're all stuck inside. I want to be inside the loop. I want to know what people are talking about. I know. And that's the thing with these Netflix reality shows. Like you have to get in early so that you're you're part of it. And I I just want to note, the show's been out about about 10 days. Oh, wow. These people have over 2 million followers on Instagram what? already. Are you they're serious? Way- yes. I was looking up Harry and Francesca, and at my last check, they're at like 1.9 million. So they're definitely over two at this point. And they are way more famous than the people on Listen to Your Heart. I and was like, just internet- going to say, I was just going to mention the Listen to Your Heart people. Yes. Because Listen to Your Heart people are stuck in like the low 12 to 15,000 followers. No one Not cares about great. them. No. <laughs> But I think that's part of this deal with these shows is like they just become international hits because people in several countries, well, it's not just here in the U.S. are like going to follow all of these crazy, all these crazy cats and kittens, you know? Oh, my God. I know. I'm already thinking of how we can like put them into like a challenge-esque show or something, you know, like a Netflix games Chloe is going straight to the challenge. If she's oh, on the challenge in 2021, God. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> when like CT comes back like in shape and everything, like, can you imagine? There's a couple of people who I hope to not see on the challenge, like Bryce, <laughs> who was from LA. He's one of the most oh, embarrassing. My God. Bryce. He, he makes California seem bad. Well, and he's like, I live on my boat in Marina Del Rey. Like, okay, this isn't this year. You're like 30, dude. What was amazing is about that was one of the women was like, I don't really know if that means he's rich or he's poor. Should I be impressed? They were just <laughs> yeah. like, that means nothing to me, man. Uh, that's so true. <laughs> but it, it was so good. So, Amelia, are you recommending Too Hot to Handle to our listeners? Yes. I say why not? It's it's a good, mindless show. There are hot people on it. It's like, whatever. You know? How about you? Oh, absolutely. I I was resistant, but I'm like, no, I'm in. I understand why this is number one on Netflix. Join the conversation, people. You won't regret it. It's a lot of really likable people not having sex, you know? Exactly. You you can mention Chloe with us on Twitter. Kells. um, Kells, Francesca, another great one. Harry. I know they're all like, oh my God. They're just like, I don't know. I, I think they're so funny. Okay. They were all made a big deal out of like Francesca being the hottest, but I did not find her the hottest because she's so fake looking. No offense. I thought Chloe before she spoke was the hottest. (laughs) (laughs) Poor poor Chloe. Chloe. Poor Chloe. And it's not because of her accent at all. It's just because because of her personality. I really like her, but she doesn't have hot girl personality at all. (laughs) She really doesn't. Which I like. I enjoy because it's like, oh my God, this is like a two for one deal. You're getting a hot girl plus she has something to say. Like, Yeah, I'm into it. Totally agree. If this isn't enough of a sell for you, I don't know what to tell you. You've got the time. You're not, you're probably not watching The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart because you're not following them on Instagram. Just give Too Hot to Handle a shot. Thank you so much for listening. Check out TV Concierge again tomorrow. Bye. 